Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 146 of Impact Boom. My name's Tom Allen, and I'm passionate about bringing the latest interviews and insights to help you create positive social impact. Today, we're speaking with Cosmati. Cosmati is the founder of Conbody, an exceptional business offering a unique fitness program from studios in New York and also online. The story behind the workout is almost as good as the workout itself. While serving a prison sentence for dealing drugs, Cos' health deteriorated and his survival was at stake. In his tiny cell, Cos developed a fitness program that could be completed with just body weight resistance without the need for equipment. He lost a significant amount of weight and feels his workout saved his life. He then taught over 20 prisoners how they could lose weight and improve their fitness. Cos has been brought up in poverty and thought the best way to make money was selling drugs. It took his time in prison to understand that he could do something different. So Cos began to believe that his purpose was to give back instead of destroying the people around him and the best way he could do that was through fitness. Upon release from jail, Cos started Conbody where he has utilised his entrepreneurial skills in a positive way, employing formerly incarcerated people to teach fitness classes and creating a successful company. Now he brings his exercise program to his studios in New York City and online through Combody Live. Cos started Combody to help people lead healthier lives. He's also changing the lives of ex-cons by giving them a job and helping to stop them from reoffending. The mission of Combody is to bridge a gap between young professionals and formerly incarcerated individuals. So on today's podcast, we'll discuss Cos' journey starting Combody. We'll discuss opportunities and challenges for social entrepreneurs. And we'll get Cos' thoughts on the social enterprise movement in New York. So, Cos, thanks very much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. So, to kick things off, Cos, can you tell us a little bit about this journey? What got you started here? A bit behind your life story and, and what led you down the path of running Conbody? So, a, li- a little bit about my life story. I, I grew up in uh, Lower East Side in the 80s, 90s, when it was a very, very heavily drug-infested neighborhood. And so as a kid, growing up under poverty, uh, my mom didn't have much and she would basically couldn't, she really couldn't provide for me um, in the way I wanted to be provided for. Uh, So I I went and got it on my own. I started dealing drugs at 13. I started this whole operation, drug cocaine delivery service. And at 19, I was making over $2 million a year. It was a crazy time, but it was not until the until I, everything ended and i was incarcerated at 23 facing a seven-year sentence and being told that i was probably going to die in prison because of my health issues uh, i was told that it, you know because of my cholesterol levels i could probably die of a heart attack when within five years mm. um and that's what woke me up to start moving really confronting story so that essentially got you moving in the prisons yeah and, uh, yeah. and led to Conbody today. So tell us yeah. a little bit more about Conbody and, and how you're supporting these ex-offenders. 
So I'm, I'm providing economical opportunity. Uh, yeah, so my whole goal is and mission of Combody is to hire as many people coming out of the prison system uh, to teach fitness classes, to work our front desk, to do our janitorial work. So we've created a community, a unique community of people that's been in the system that really changes perspectives and, and, and changes how they're viewed as, as people that committed crimes in the past. Um, and, and we've seen the change with our clients who've never met anybody that's been incarcerated. They'll come in a little bit nervous and scared and they'll be like, I don't know what the hell I'm good at getting into. But once they meet us and give us a, a handshake or a high five, mm. everything just changes. And, and they start realizing that we're just regular human beings that committed mistakes. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you've managed to attract celebrities like Usher. Yeah. And you've also opened a really successful location at Saks Fifth Avenue Department Store in New York, which is a really you know, expensive boutique type department store. So I'm sure you've seen a lot of big challenges along the way. What have some of these challenges been and, and how have you worked your way around these? Uh, it's been really hard just to make everything work. I mean, it's a nonstop. Yeah. It's, not, it's not just a regular business that you know I provide opportunities and job employment. I'm dealing with people that you know, when they come out of the system, they have nowhere to live. They, they lack shelter. They have barely any clothes. They need some money. And then they're dealing on top of that with parole issues, um, where parole is stipulating them as on a curfew, uh, limiting them from doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and, and it's, I think that's been a real struggle, uh, that I've dealt with. Um, and it ha has, you know, overcome it. Mm, totally. And so have you seen a movement of this type of social enterprise, employment-based social enterprise in New York, greater New York? And if so, how has that been evolving over the last few years? Where do you see that sort of movement heading? Yeah, I think socially impacting businesses are going to be long-lasting businesses just because they have a give-back feeling. And, and today's millennial is investing in companies that give back. Uh, they, they think twice of where they're shopping at. Um, like, for example, I mean, everybody uses them, but Tom's Shoes, you know, it's a, it's a give back. So when they go in there, they buy these shoes, they're like telling the story of like, oh, I gave a shoe to somebody in Argentina or wherever. Um, and that's something that's, that's really impacting. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think the regular young populations, primarily millennials, um, wanna wanna be a part of and want to be a part of change, and so I feel like social enterprising businesses are extremely important. So, what advice would you give then? I mean, obviously, you you deal with a lot of ex-offenders, but what about you know either ex-offenders looking to start a business now, yeah, or normal entrepreneurs who haven't had the time in in prison, yeah? What sort of advice would you give? What sort of mindset do they need? What do they need to do to, to make something successful? It, I, it takes a lot of guts and it's not, it, I'm going to tell you the truth right now. You're not probably going to, you're probably going to fail yeah. and you're going to keep failing and you're going to keep failing and you're keep failing and, and you might hit, you know, it's a, it's a game. Uh, it's a, it's a, I, we call it a, a batting average when playing baseball, which is yeah. a better version of cricket. Um, <laughs> But you, you, it's hard to hit a 90 mile per hour uh, fastball coming down, 100 mile per hour fastball. And it, you might swing 10 times, but you're going to probably hit it once, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you never know where it's going to go. But yeah. 
that's that's how entrepreneurship is. Uh, and and for anybody that's trying to start their own business, just prove this concept really small. If you want to start like a major retail fashion store, you know you don't got to open up a shop. You yeah. know, make a T-shirt, buy a screen print, print it out. And try to sell it to your brothers and sisters. You know what I mean? Like, put it out there. Don't be scared of hiding your idea, too. Because a lot of people say, oh, I can't tell anybody about this. And until I get funding, put it out there. You know, don't be scared. Um, whoever's going to steal it, they're going to steal it. And you're probably going to do better than them. Yeah. There's a funny story you told just earlier today about taking lift rides so that you could essentially hustle. Yeah. Right? And, um, and coming out of prison and, and having to work a variety of different jobs and essentially test and grow yeah. uh, con body. So what for you personally was one of the biggest challenges then at that really early stage in setting up con body? I mean, I, I had an idea and I just did it in the park where I really didn't have any overhead except for just me showing up and then I have to pay any rent. Um, and I had to get park permit, but you know, the park didn't really mess around with that. Uh, and as long as I had a small crowd, I was okay. But challenges, I think, would be it taking that, that next step. And, so my, and actually, I, I met this guy yesterday, and, and we had dinner with him. His name is Mick. Um, he told me it's, it's a lateral move every single time. You know, it's like going straight, you're taking one step up, straight, one step up, straight, yep. one step up. And I, and I seen that, and when he was explaining that, I was like, I was in the park. I took a step up. Went to rent the ballet studio, took a step up. Yeah. Went to sublease the space, went to take up, open up my own location, step up now. Second location, step up. Yeah. And so it's you might it might be a struggle and it might be really, really hard to live day by day and be like, I, there's days I want to give up, um, but I just keep moving. Mm-hmm. And I know that if I eventually keep showing up and keep delivering a great product, it's it's gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a great story, Coz, and you've managed to, to really harness that strong story and use that as part of, as part of your business and your marketing and, and communications and everything else, right? And part of that might be measuring the impact that you're making through the people that you're employing or the amount of people who are burning X amount of calories. What advice would you give to others about measuring and communicating that impact and telling a story as well? I, I think uh, telling my journey and my story is I, obviously I, I had it within me. I lived this life and this is a real story. Um, but it's learning how to um, shorten it in different types of versions um, and really practicing how to, how to pitch. I, I could tell you my story in 10 seconds, 30 seconds, 2 minutes, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15, and 20. Yeah. Um, but I practice and I wrote a 30 second version, I wrote a minute version, I wrote, yeah. uh, you know, I really wrote things down and try to memorize it and like understand timing. Um, yeah. Because when I'm in that Uber drive, like seeing somebody, you know, I don't know how far they're going to be, but it might be like a five minute drive and I'm going to only have that five minute opportunity to speak with that person. Yeah. And I would always start off with a simple question. You look like you work out. Do you? And they'll be like, uh, yeah, maybe yeah, I go to this spot. Well, I'm the CEO and founder of Combody. This is what I do, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. and I'll, I'll hit him with that pitch. Um, or I'm in the elevator and I only got like 10 seconds. And, you know, I started a prison style boot camp that hires for me incarcerated individuals, blah, blah, blah. And so it's, it's really practicing, 
really mm-hmm. practicing and getting it down. I, I used to record myself uh, on YouTube, and I still got a little, couple embarrassing YouTube videos where I'm recording myself, and I'm having my son hold the camera, and he's laughing. And I would just pitch in front of him, and then I'll just send the video out to people and have them critique me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would do. Yeah, fantastic. So tell us a little bit about the, the lives of some of the people that you're employing at the moment. You know, a bit of their experience and how you've seen a change through being employed in a business like Combody. Yeah, I think um, we run an unconventional workplace in terms of it's not only your regular nine to five job. You're not going to come in there and just like spend time and then bounce and clock out. Um, we, we actually really make change and we help. You know, in term, there was one time where I had four air mattresses in, in the gym because there was a couple guys that had no place to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they didn't want to live in the shelter because the shelter had more drugs than inside. Um, and they wanted to be in a positive environment. So I blew up air mattresses in the studio mm-hmm. and deflated them at 5.30 in the morning because yeah. classes start at 6 a.m., you know. So it was yeah. like, it was, a, it was a hustle. And I still have situations like, like that. Yeah. Um, and I've seen... You know, like Sultan Malik, who's our senior trainer, become top trainer of the country. Uh, Sarita is, did 22 years in prison, and you can never tell that she did a day in her life and, and has the biggest smile on her face. And I hired her the first day coming out of the prison system. Mm. Um, but yeah, stories like that, I mean, they're, they're endless, you know, and, they, and, and, and it's a team that we know that we want to stay together because this is larger than ourselves. Yeah. So it's really about building a culture. Yeah. So beyond Conbody then, what other inspiring projects or initiatives or businesses have you come across that you believe are also creating some great positive social impact? Um, I think there's a, there's a few. One, uh, one of my friends started Just So, Shannon. Um, it's basically a, a soulful catering company, uh, Caribbean food, like and she and she hires people coming out of the prison system to run her catering business um and she's doing she's crushing it uh, another guy mike mikey likes the ice cream he's doing better than me um he should be the one talking here but he he started ice cream shop and he's hiring they, he says he's hiring people one scoop at a time um but he's also you know deals with the prison population and mm. going back in and teaching guys how to make ice cream um, and things of that nature. So there's a few businesses creating clients for you to, to work them work out. Yeah, yeah, I tell, I got he, he's 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 pretty big. I you know I got him on a diet right now. But, uh, yeah. yeah, fantastic. So the finishings off then books, podcasts, websites, resources. What would you recommend to our listeners? Uh, buy my book. <laughs> I came out with a book called Combody, which states my whole story and and my whole transformational journey. It doesn't really go back to back in the back pass, but it starts from where I really changed in in solitary confinement. Um, Podcasts, Ear Hustle. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but Ear Hustle is is a podcast that I like to listen to that's uh, recorded inside San Quentin's correctional facility. Um, and it's an inmate that partnered with a volunteer telling stories of inmates inside mm. 
uh, the prison system and how they're living day day to day uh, situations, um, and it's very very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that's just two things that I really recommend. Fantastic. Well, Cos, thanks so much for coming out to Australia, no, for sharing you. your story. Thank you. We wish you the best of luck moving forward, and we'll we'll track your journey. We'll, awesome. we'll look yeah. forward to follow me on Con Body C O N B O D Y. Certainly, we'll uh, we'll stick a link to the bottom of the article, and we'll yeah. touch base in the future. No, thank you. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people, and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below. And remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page, and Twitter.